What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I am going to be talking about the Gypsy Queen release and some of the alternative baseball card releases uh, just that basically come throughout the year. I mean, I think this year is a little bit different than last year because of the fact, and I've said this, in, I've said this on multiple occasions, of the fact that how many of how many rookie cards are going to be probably in this Gypsy Queen? I don't know for sure if um, actually the checklist may or may not be the checklist may or may not be out to 2020 Gypsy Queen because uh, now now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's out like today maybe. So the checklist should be out. So. Hold on, I'm looking for the release date. I think it's out in March. Oh, so March 25th. So that may... Yeah, I think that's today, I think, uh, if you, depending on when you're listening to this. So it's out. Um, so then that means that the... the che- obviously, the checklist is out. And I guess that doesn't... I guess that does probably mean that Luis Robert probably isn't on the checklist. I'm trying to wish there was like an easy way to search through a checklist on like a cell phone because that's what I'm doing now. Um, scrolling. So he may or may not be on there, but either way, the rookies that were in Series 1 will obviously be in in this as well. Still scrolling. I don't see see his name on here. I mean, he was in opening day, so maybe there's a chance that he could have like an autograph redemption here or something or because he, Luis Robert did have an autograph redemption in uh, Inception, which came out last week. Yeah, it looks like I'm scrolling through the base checklist. It doesn't look like he's on here. Now, he may or may not have a some sort of short print or some sort of autograph redemption. And it's interesting. The funny thing is that Robert had a redemption in Bowman, 2018 Bowman, which was his first Bowman year, Bowman draft, I believe. And the autograph, no, actually, I think it was just Bowman baseball. I don't think it was, because I think he has a 2018 Bowman draft card that's different. Either way, he had a, his autograph in that product was a redemption. So, He's getting more redemptions this year. Uh, and also, just so you know, if you have that redemption, hypothetically, if you're or if you have any 2018 boxes, um, that redemption expires the 31st. So just keep that in mind. Uh, if you have any of those, have any of those boxes or you have a redemption, make sure you send it in because it's going to expire. Um, and I talked about that uh, at length a couple episodes ago, but why I don't think redemptions should necessarily expire. I don't, I don't know, whatever, whatever. So, Gypsy Queen, it's out either, depending on when you're listening to this, it could be out today. So, this year, these early products, I think, are going to be more valuable than, well, not really, I guess more valuable. They're going to have better rookies, which, you know, if you're tops, that's obviously great for, great for business because last year, you did have the mystery redemptions, and if I had to guess... They aren't. I haven't seen any mystery redemptions like coming out of any of the products. Like maybe this could. Well, so I think actually Inception was the first. 
think Inception was the first mystery product from last year. So, and I didn't see any redemptions coming out of that product, uh, mystery redemptions. So, if I had to guess, there probably won't be any coming out of Gypsy Queen either. And that's probably because of the rookies that are in there. And they didn't have to, they didn't have to beef up the product this year like they did last year by adding the Vlad Jr. and the Eloy Jimenez redemptions in there. But, and I mean, I think the the one thing that I've found maybe comparing basketball and baseball is that, like, there, there are almost just as many products, but I feel like some of the baseball products maybe don't have as much value. Um, and, like, that's just based off of, like, even for a while, like, up until... Like, either this year or last year, if you were looking at baseball products, I mean, even the flagship rookie, which is, like, basically the... Like, I don't think Panini doesn't have, like, a flagship product, per se. Like, Prism for basketball and even Prism for football, in a sense, is, like, their... Like, the the base rookie uh, that most people are buying, but, like, unlike Topps, where Topps... Tops is flagship design. So that's another reason why maybe Prism is a little bit more valuable because there's only one release of Prism throughout the year with uh, uh, the flagship design. There is three, but like that doesn't necessarily then mean that the that doesn't mean that the three products are all as valuable as each other. Uh, in most cases, what you're going to find is that Series 2 and Tops Update are typically more valuable than Series 1. Uh, but that flagship rookie is, like, the one that I would consider... At least the one that I like the most. And if we're looking at value-wise, it's probably 1 and 2 if you're looking at that card versus, like, a first Bowman of any certain player. Um, and then from there, I mean, I think you probably have heard me talk about this in the past. It's, then it's Topps Heritage for me. Uh, and then Topps Chrome are the probably my top three. Uh, Bowman Chrome's obviously in there. Um, and like I've said, I've seen an interesting shift in the value of some of those first Bowman cards compared to compared to the regular Topps cards. Um, and I'm not sure where or when that happened, but like there are certain players that their their flagship rookie is just more valuable at this point. So. Like, I would put Gypsy Queen in the same category as, like, I mean, it, like I said, it's a retail, it's, well, not like I said, but it is, it's a retail product. So you're going to be able to find it with stuff like Allen and & Ginter and, like, Stadium Club. Um, it's a not a Chrome product. I do think they have Chrome cards within them, if I'm not mistaken, like, I believe that it was something new that they either added last year or this year that they added a Chrome version of that specific card into the product, which is, I think they did, they may or may not, I forget exactly, I think somebody reported they, it may be Stadium Club Chrome that they're adding this year, I think, uh, as like a whole new product. Now, I'm not sure if that's going to be retail or if that's going to be like hobby exclusive. Um, and sure, there's other, there's other products that maybe are more expensive, for example, uh, like Five Star, or like, um, I forget, it's like Gold, Gold uh, Standard, I think it is. So like, there are, t there are other products that are 
maybe more valuable than these ones, but from a, like, base rookie standpoint, like, it really is just kind of, with baseball, I think when you have so many products that are available in retail, other than flagship, uh, it really, I don't think it decreases the value necessarily, but it, it, uh, diversifies the value maybe like select is probably my number two basketball rookie card and that's a hobby only product but like it's almost opposite with baseball where i think the the retail stuff is maybe more not i guess more valuable is that kind of i'm not sure if that's exactly the point i'm trying to make but the there's just so much it's it's and it's easier to get baseball stuff and that also could be a reason why you're seeing basketball maybe being more expensive uh, because even though, you know, all I've heard is that basketball, they're making so much of it. Like it's incredible. Like they just keep printing it like they, but like it's impossible to find. So I don't understand like why people are so mad about that compared to like any of the products that are coming out of for baseball. Uh, And, you know, maybe people do say that about baseball and it's just, I'm not paying as much attention, but like, I just, you know, I keep seeing people say like, oh, uh, basketball, it's overprinted. There's too much of it, but it's like impossible to find anywhere. And the only time you can find it is if it's double. So like at what point, like if, if, if it gets to a point where Prism is like series one and you can find it on the shelves of a retail store, then maybe we're getting into a point where it's overproduced. But I don't even, I think we're maybe three, four years away from that even being a realistic possibility, if Prism continues to grow in value or grow in popularity, which it has, but like, I just don't see how, I, I, I'm not sure why there's so much complaining about Prism and people saying that it's overproduced when like, you can't find it anywhere. So it's like, yes, it is. Like if you're looking at numbers of, PSA and silvers and stuff like that. Maybe it's higher and it's gotten higher over the past few years. But compared to baseball, I I just don't see how there isn't more of a mindset taken for baseball. Like the stuff that's coming out now is probably going to hold most of the value uh, because there's no change in this year's print run necessarily. Um, but, like, with baseball, I don't know if, like, it's, and maybe there's more baseball collectors. I don't, I don't know how to, you would, I don't know how you would gauge, gauge those numbers, uh, gauge how many baseball collectors versus basketball collectors there are. Um, I would say it definitely changes with the seasons, like, for the most part, like, people are probably displaying their baseball collections more during baseball season, and then their basketball collections more during basketball season. I would say that's probably, that probably makes sense. And that's probably the case. Uh, but with these smaller, uh, product releases like Gypsy Queen, like what does that do? I don't know. I, 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 I'm just trying to, I'm trying to make this more of just talk about the products. I guess I'm not exactly sure the point, I'm trying to make about Gypsy Queen. I mean, I think it's a cool product. I think it that and Alan Ginter and Stadium Club are 
they're all retail stuff, so you're gonna be able to find them in retail. So you're never gonna be running. They may be, they may run out of it, but I'm sure they'll probably get it back quickly. Uh, a product like Top's Finest is another one that I kind of lumped because I'm just looking at a post that I had back in uh, August where I was talking about some Vlad Junior, some Vlad Junior rookie cards. Um, but I would say with basketball, all the products kind of fall in. I, it feels like most of the products fall into their own tier when it comes to their prices. Where, but it feels like Tops. There's almost like all the tiers are very similar, uh, like flagship and like I or maybe not similar, but they're all they're the tiers are much the tiers are closer together for price wise and like product wise, like from top series one to I don't know what you would consider like a low end product. I mean, tops opening day, but I'm not exactly including that one because it's the same. Like I'm talking about maybe products that are. Um, a different different design. I guess that's one way that I would categorize. Like, if it has a different design, or if it's a different product, because, like, sure, Topps Chrome and Topps Flagship have the same design, but they're not the same product in the sense that, like, one's Chrome and one's not. I'm not, I'm not saying, like, Topps Opening Day obviously has the Opening Day logo, but it's basically the same. You, you get my point here, I think. But I look at these other other products for baseball and the from flagship to like and i'm gonna i'm just gonna use like an eight or nine product list here to like uh allen and ginter the i think the the value of those rookie cards is is much closer than like if you're comparing prism to like hoops i guess that's one i think that's one way uh one of the the main releases for basketball compared to baseball. So, like, with Gypsy Queen coming out, like, is it a product you should buy? I mean, it's it's probably a product to rip if you can find blasters. Uh, the blaster design, I mean, I like... The design is similar to Allen and & Ginter, and I'm, I'm not 100% sure why Topps doesn't maybe combine those two products. I, I understand that it, for them it's a business, and they want to come out with the most products and sell them um but like the the feel of the design for allen and ginter versus gypsy queen feels very similar where they both they both have like a not like a throwback but they have a modern take on like a like a classic looking card design uh like the old timey feel of like uh like even before like the 50s like this like 30s 40s type of style I guess to them um and if they were to combine those they could just do like and they could figure out how to do like Allen and Ginter and Gypsy Queen put them together and then just make a chrome version of the product that could be an option to combine but then still um combine but then still expand if they wanted to not get rid of products like they could do like 150 they could do like similar to um what What's the product? They could do something similar to Select, where they have 300 cards on the checklist, but each tier is 100 cards. So they could do, like, 300 cards, and then uh, half of the tier, like, half of the 150 are Gypsy Queen, and then half are Allen and Ginter. Um, 
I get yeah, and I mean there, from there you kind of look at it and you say, well, then that product is coming out towards the beginning of the year. You're going to miss out on some rookies, and then the Chrome product is the one that has the rookies. But I almost think that may be worth the um, worth the switch because then I think that makes the Chrome product potentially a little bit more valuable. And I don't know if you look at. Uh, Let's see, if you look at um, Chrome, I mean, basically all basketball products at this point have become Chrome. Uh, like, you look at all the top products, like, you look at Select, you look at Prism, you look at um, Don, or, uh, no, sorry, uh, Optic. I mean, sure, there's the paper, paper like Don Russ and Hoops, but like the ones that I think have the most value, and I think Hoops does have value. Um, but I think you look at the ones that maybe have the most value, they're essentially almost all Chrome products. So that would be a way to, I think, continue with and not get rid of one or the other, but to have both within one product. I don't know if they would then call it something different or if each of the checklists had, um... Like, you could, you could still probably call each of the checklists, like, the name of the product. But then I guess maybe then you'd have to come up. And I don't know. I think that's also kind of a good idea where it's like they're releasing, in a way, they're releasing a new product, but they're technically not because uh, they're just using Allen and Ginter and Gypsy Queen and just bringing them all together. Um, you know, I think Stadium Club is one that they're coming out with Stadium Club Chrome now. And it's, I think that idea is kind of similar to what I just kind of laid out where they've got regular stadium club and then that, then they're going to have stadium club chrome which I kind of liked the stadium club chrome inserts over like a full chrome product maybe uh because like then it I don't know I mean it makes the chrome cards a little bit more valuable um and this is specifically with Stadium Club because because this year they are releasing a new Stadium Club Chrome product, uh, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see we'll see when that where where that comes out. Um, I mean, we'll also see like what the value of the like Bobachet and uh, Gavin Lux and Joran Alvarez cards are coming out of Gypsy Queen. I don't know. They may be a little bit more expensive than uh, they may be a little bit more expensive than top series one but i think what will end up happening there is you may not see as large of an increase like you would with series one because that's kind of the the investors card sort of i guess if that's one way to put it like i was going to say collectors but like it would be more of an investor if you're hoping to buy it and then sell it for more um so i mean there's i mean gypsy queen it's 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 an interesting product I don't necessarily love it. I don't think I'll. Pro I probably won't buy any of it. Uh, I like I said, I don't really buy that much product to begin with, so it's not like it's not gonna be unusual for me not to buy this product. Um, but you know, I don't know. I mean, it's. I think the other thing that maybe some people don't. It's not really like a respect thing, but it's more of like a. Like people like things a certain way, and they like a certain thing, so like they will. Let's see, how am, I, how am I trying to word the point that I'm trying to make here? It's not for everybody. Like, I, I got an interesting question on TikTok, and someone asked, like, it was like, what would you say to someone who 
says that you're just collecting or investing cards, pictures of like guys with uh, on like cardboard. I'd say, well, like card collecting isn't for everybody. I don't, I don't really know. I didn't know how to necessarily answer that question. I don't think he was asking for himself. I think he was just kind of making a general statement. And I think it's the same with Gypsy Queen, where the product isn't for everybody, but I think it is for some people. So like that's kind of where you may see. If you like type in Gypsy Queen, you're probably going to see people pulling some cool cards. And I think that's one other thing. It's like when I talk about the art aspect of cards, I think Gypsy Queen is a pretty good example of like the art and design of cards. And one reason why I kind of started getting into it. And that's why like with baseball, I think I am interested in a product like Gypsy Queen. Not something that I would necessarily buy, but like if there was ever a point where maybe I wasn't investing and maybe I had invested and then I was looking to maybe buy some players for a a personal collection. Like I think it's interesting to buy like a whole year's worth of rookies from a certain player. Like I think to own all the Vlad rookies that came out would be kind of cool. It's not something that I would do now because I'm not collecting necessarily. Um, I mean, from a collection slash investment standpoint, like, one thing that I have done is if you, if, you, if you have the ability to, just buy two cards and then if the price goes up, you can sell one of them. And if it doubles, you then are making basically your money back from, all the, from the two cards and then you get to keep one. Or you can sell it and double your profit, I guess. You can kind of look at it either way. I think both of those are an option. Like, um, And I, that, that's kind of where I have... Like, if I'm buying one card, I'd ne- I would like to temp- probably buy two. Just because if then, if the price goes up, I can sell the card and I can still have one of them if I wanted it. Um, or I could sell that other card, like I said, and double the profit. But, I mean, that's pretty much all I have for this episode. Uh, like I said, Gypsy Queen coming out pretty cool. Uh, anybody has any questions or wants to reach out, it's A Palmer Media on Twitter. And then it's Heroes for Sale on TikTok and on Instagram. Uh, if you want to tweet me your favorite moment or share the podcast, that would be cool. I mean, if somebody wanted to copy the link from iTunes or Spotify and share the link on their story, that would be super, super awesome. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.